Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Laura Hasty with us today. She's the co-owner of the ad group with her partner, Robin Stevens. You know, Laura's sort of the account manager. She builds the helps build the business. She's you're probably a jack of all trades, I guess, when you think about yourself. And then uh, Robin Stevens is uh, working behind the scenes as a creative genius. And they have been the dynamic duo together as they have continued this business now for 25 years. 25 years. That's, time flies, doesn't it, Laura? It sure does. When you're having fun and enjoy what you do, yeah, it's great. So you have, even though having five casinos like we were just talking about, uh, what you described, those seven days a week, 20 hours a day, very rarely getting home. It almost killed you, didn't it? It did. It did. And, you know, I think that um, Katrina put my life and many others in perspective. I lost everything. Uh, When I'm over in Alabama watching national news and I see one of my accounts sitting on another one, which was the president casino sitting on top of the Holiday Inn, um, you know, it, it was really eye-opening, and it changed my way of thinking, and I think a lot of others. But see, you know, we talk about this all the time on the show. In this pandemic moment, to some extent, we have a competitive advantage um, uh, against as it relates to comparing ourselves to other markets. And the reason why is because Katrina and the other um, I, I would say disasters we've had to face along the way has built a real resiliency in, into our DNA. So you lost your home in Katrina. You saw your business, you know, the businesses that you work for literally destroyed. And you were in a position where you had to decide what you're going to do. And a lot, some people might have curled up in a corner and decided to, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't get out of this mess. You didn't do that. Tell me what you did. Well, initially, I did do that <laughs> for maybe. I, we all did initially. You know, because of the shock, you, you leave home with three days worth of clothes. You think you're going to come back and pick up limbs in your yard. And my home was just devastated. And, you know, I'd worked so hard, um, as all of us had. Now, fortunately, the people we worked with, no one lost their home um, other than me. And I lived up in my office for two weeks. Um, but, you know, I, I got a call from s- several people that were on this committee to get the casinos land-based. And they said, go to Jackson with us. And I said, all right, what, you know, might as well. I do have a car. So um, we went up there and... That was my first taste of politics, and it was quite interesting, and um, I remember getting into trouble with an interview, but I didn't realize it was an interview at the time, 
I was talking with someone that was up there that was a journalist, and you know we were fighting a lot of um, the political foes from other parts of the state that consider us the coast. And, you know, they were all about, well, how's this going to help me? And what's it going to do for me? And casinos, we don't need them. And I couldn't believe, you know, because when we um, first got casinos, Mississippi was 50th in the state of, in the United States for economic development. Two years later, we were number one in economic growth in the whole United States. And I made the comment, well, that was casinos that did that. It wasn't cotton. And it kind of really, you know, I probably shouldn't have said that because I think it offended some people. But um, it was factual in that the casinos have, have really provided so much opportunity and we needed to get these people back to work. There were 15,000 people out of work. Vendors, yeah. I mean, it, it's a domino effect. Uh, charities, uh, you know, the casinos donate an awful lot of money to charities. And that had pretty much been halted. So, uh, you know, I was looking at uh, being destitute, as were other people, but if we were going to get back to some kind of normalcy, we had to get these people back to work because the casinos are the number one economic engine and employers for this area. And, you know, we really had some good help with Tunica and Philadelphia because they showed up for these hearings in Jackson and they said, we're not going to fight this. You know, we're not going to try to come back and get it for us. You need to get our coast back to work. And yeah. <clears throat> so we were, and fortunately, our governor, Haley Barber, he was 200% uh, behind us, did everything he could to help. And uh, Bobby Moat, all these people worked tirelessly. And here us little vagabonds <laughs> traveling up to Jackson with just very few clothes left. And the number one rule was we couldn't answer our cell phones in these meetings unless it was our insurance adjuster. <laughs> so, you know, so we got it passed and, you know, the rest is history. We were able to open back up again and you were able to sort of rebuild your agency. Tell about, tell, how did the big three come about? Okay. Tell, tell what the big three is. The big three. When um, after Katrina, th there was very little tourism efforts as far as advertising uh, the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We needed people to know that we were alive and well and kicking. And I get a call one day from a genius in advertising um, named Reed Geis. And Reed is a phenomenal visionary he he doesn't look at the way things are but how they can be and Reed called me and said look I have you been noticing what's going on with tourism and I said well I didn't think there was anything he said you're right we need to change that so he said are you open to working with Ted and I on trying to revitalize tourism I said oh absolutely Ted, Count Ted Reeman. yeah Ted Reeman mm -hmm. and another visionary 
a little vocal at times, but, you know, both Ted, Reed, and I, we would get into shouting matches, but when the dust settled, we always did what was good for our community, more so than for ourselves. And so we got together and we talked about it. Well, I started showing up for tourism meetings, you know, their um, board meetings. And I knew several of the board members and they were like, why are you here? Because they were open meetings. And I said, well, I just want to keep, you know, up to date on what's going on. I would went to these meetings for almost two years. Finally, and the agency they had was out of the market. They, they didn't have a clue as to what, how to market us. And we're a different breed down here. And you need people that understand what kind of breed we are to promote it. So they took it out for bids. Reed and Ted and I went for it and we got it. We got the yeah, I was always amazed by that. So here, here you have Reed with his, the Geist agency, and then you have, you have Ted with his agency and you with your agency competing with each other in a big way, actually, mm-hmm. for either the casino business or what you name it. But the fact that you guys were able to join forces, that is so unusual that uh, you were really- able to do that. And, and we, I really thoroughly enjoyed working with them. And we, you know, I think among the tourism commissioners, we had the respect. They knew all of us. And they knew that we, our mission was to promote the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And we did make money. But then we had another little hiccup come in 2010 with BP. So... You know, we had many discussions with tourism. The state obviously got involved. And we went to them and said, we have got to promote that we're open for business. This is another Katrina, you know, and we can't let people think that we've got oil on our beaches and and we're killing all the wildlife. And, you know, we've got to tell the story. So... The state took it out for bids for an advertising campaign through the state, and we went after it, and who better to promote the Gulf Coast? So we got it. So that was our our second venture, and that went on. We did that for about a year, a year and a half. Yeah. You know, again, it's very unusual but I know each of you very well, and I, 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 I know what I've had the opportunity to work with each of you separately for, for a number of years. But the fact that you guys joined forces, sort you, it was a business adventure for you, a venture for you, but it was also an opportunity to do something important for Coastal Mississippi by bringing these three people, yourself, Ted, and Reed together in a way that could passionately promote Coastal Mississippi and overcome some of the objections that we were getting during those difficult times. It's, it's pretty amazing. Hey, so when we come back, this is Laura Hastings for the Ad Group. When we come back, we're going to um, talk about your community involvement because you've all throughout your, your life, you've always given back to the community. I want to hear more about what makes that tick. We'll okay. see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production. 